0: So definitely north of $4 million run rate in terms of in terms of last year. I mean, do you, how close right. are you, do you think you can get above 10 million revenue this year in terms of That's run rate by December?
1: Yes, <laughs> so that is, that is the plan and the goal.
0: You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews, Hello everyone, my guest today is Trevor Testweed. He's the co-founder and CEO of Measured, an industry leader in cross-channel media, incremental, uh, incrementally measurement portfolio investment decisions. He spent 20 years building careers in enterprise technology companies. He's a pioneer and expert in the cross-channel marketing measurement category, having spent the last 10 years working with advertisers to deploy and benefit from advanced cross-channel measurement technologies. Trevor, you ready to take us to the top?
1: Yes, let's do it. That's quite First a off, mouthful there, Nathan.
0: <laughs> heck of a heck of a domain name. What's the story on measured.com?
1: Yeah, that's great. We we <laughs> we lucked out in that in landing that URL. Uh so, so measured exists to, to help marketers understand media incrementality. What that is, is uh, is is what is the, the true incremental marginal contribution driven by a media tactic against against your business? The methodology is anchored in test and control experimentation. So think of having an audience exposed to a media tactic, another audience not exposed to the media tactic. Uh, What is the difference in the the two conversion rates and forms incremental marginal contribution. Uh, And you you can think of us as a a portfolio management tool, like a Fidelity or a Schwab or an uh, E-Trade for marketing. We live right in between kind of finance and marketing. Uh, this contribution incrementality language is really the language of, of finance, and it's a concept that that we apply to to marketing. So we're this finance tool for for
0: marketing. And how do I mean? How do you build for this? Is it a, is it an agency or is it a pure SaaS play?
1: No, it's a SaaS engagement uh, complemented by uh, customer success resources. So uh, if you read our contracts, they're SaaS based contracts. There's a service element to it. Uh, as a thought partner and uh, industry expert, you know, we pop on and do weekly calls and monthly business reviews uh, to help them make the most of our technology and tools. It's SAS complemented by CS.
0: And so I love this model, right? A lot of the SaaS companies with the highest net dollar retention complement it with some form of productized service on the back end. Even in mm-hmm. the user technology to make that a higher margin productized service. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, if you add up your total revenue, what percent was SaaS versus what percent was service based revenue or productized?
1: Yeah, you know, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't break it out. Um, if you read our contract, uh, we don't bill and and reconcile back on on hours. Uh, on what, what I will tell you is is last year we were uh, right around an eighty percent gross margin business.
0: Yeah, that's great. Blended.
1: Yeah, and that 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 factors in one hundred percent of our, our CS salaries. Yeah. That also factors factors in uh, onboarding engineers. Uh, when we kick off an engagement, you have a director of customer success that that owns the, su- the success, of the engagement. We also have a, a solution architect that is responsible for getting the engagement fully deployed and and onboarded and aligned to, you know, each unique business that that we work with. So both of those salaries are factored in, and we still arrive at, you know, just just under eighty uh, percent. But you know, at steady state, I expect this business to be, you know, eighty slightly north of
0: eighty percent gross margin business. And what does this typically look like? I mean, the average customer that uses you, where are they going to pay you per month or per year to use you plus the technology?
1: Yeah, I mean, it it, it varies. You know, on, on an entry point, it could be $7,500 a month for a very simple engagement. On a high end, it could be, you know, twenty five thirty dollars sometimes north of that. Is it a function of uh, scope and, and complexity? So scope of experiments we're deploying, scope of brands and, and geos that we're deploying,
0: uh, and then the service part of that uh, as well. Interesting. So, your main ways to upsell someone from seven grand a month to 20 grand a month is based off it sounds like number of experiments. Are there any other usage based upsell metrics you use to drive expansion revenue for the business?
1: Yeah, it's really a number of channels. So, as you look across a portfolio, um, we, we seek to be the source of truth system of record for cross channel media reporting, right? And some of these clients come to us and they've got you know, two or three channels in play. Others come to us and they have 20, 25 channels in play. So how many channels are we integrated into and, and presenting in this portfolio view? How many experiments are we deploying to inform um, in-market incrementality for, for these tactics? Uh, we have a lot of international clients that have multiple brands. So is this a single brand, a single geo, or is this, you know, a single brand across multiple geos? And in those cases, the contracts can get, you know, quite north of the high-end number that, that that I gave you.
0: What's the backstory here? When did you launch the company?
1: Yeah, my co-founder and I, we met in 2011 uh, at a company called Visual IQ. It was really the, the pioneer of, of user-level algorithmic multi-touch attribution. Uh, Madan was my head of product there. I was out evangelizing uh, the business and, and leading a revenue for the West Coast. Madan and I worked very closely together there from 2011 to 2014. And really found uh, found a great partnership in Madan. so we've been close friends over the last ten years. Uh, he reached out to me in the beginning of 2017. And uh, with this, this innovative idea around deploying experiments to solve this cross channel media attribution problem statement, which traditionally was done through building user level paths that was becoming more and more difficult. It's become now nearly impossible to do. And that's mapping like a user's ID. Nathan, your, your ID from being exposed on, let's say, Google media to Facebook media to Pinterest media to a conversion. Uh, it is no longer possible within the realities of MarTech to, to build these user-level paths of exposures to a, a conversion. Madan was seeing this back in 2015, working across a portfolio of, of clients as the walled gardens were starting to really dominate the media mix. Not and tap me on the shoulder and said, I think the future of solving this attribution problem statement is, is, is incrementality measurement experimentation.
0: I've got a framework. So, so 2017 was launched.
1: That's right. January. Great.
0: And how did you guys, you know, equity conversation is really difficult with co-founders. It sounds like maybe he was CTO and you're on the other side. How do you guys have the equity conversation or do you just split 50, 50?
1: Yeah. Madonna and I have always been really great friends. And I think we, 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 it was a very simple conversation that we were going to be 50, 50 partners. There's so much that he brings to the table. So much I do. And, and uh, we're a very complimentary uh, partnership. So now four months or four, four years in, uh, it's proven to be a really outstanding still 50-50 yeah. or have you sold some to investors have you raised any capital we haven't brought on uh, any any equity partners no
0: i love that That's so right. 100% yeah. bootstrapped 100% bootstrapped yeah
1: congratulations yeah it's i mean it's 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 a it's it's a hell of a journey uh, but very happy that we've taken that that approach and and we were both um, of a uh, a strong mind that we wanted to bootstrap this company when when we started it uh, and fund the fund the company through customer contracts. Be incredibly capital efficient. One of our superpowers is how capital efficient we are. We've got some great engineering resources
0: overseas. That, that how many people are full time on the team? Full time is forty two today. And how many engineers do you have, part time and full time?
1: Of those forty two, uh, there are there's one full time marketing person. There's one marketing sales and then there's me on the business side there's three of us that are on the business side. the other 39 are engineering product uh, data science wow. customer success yes we're, and does the one salesperson
0: does the one salesperson carry a quota? Um,
1: yes I mean we've got a target I, I I share the target with him I spend more than half of my time out evangelizing the company in a, in, a, in a sales capacity. Uh, so we have a target that, that we agree on and uh, he is comped against that target.
0: Yes. What, what was that target? You plus him for last year in terms of new, new, I guess, ARR added or however you measure it.
1: Yeah, the target, I'll share the growth. So last year we, we wanted, we plan on tripling the business last year, but with the COVID lightning strike in March, I adjusted that down to doubling the business last year. We ended up growing the company by 250%. So uh, more than doubled the, the
0: business last year. Oh, sorry, I guess one of the critical first hires any founder makes is your sales hire. And the quota you assign to the sales hire, you can kill yourself if you don't do it the right way, right? If, yeah. if the quota is too close to full on target earnings and the ratios are out of whack, usually at scale, it's usually at like 5X typically. Is that what you're doing inside your business about 5X quota relative to full OT?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I've spent my career in enterprise sales. I'm uh, 22 years in, I've always been in an enterprise sales role selling uh, technology and so that's where I've spent quite a bit of my time here at, at, at Measured. And so the, the, the first hire was not, not sales, uh, that was with me. Uh, and so I brought in uh, a gentleman by the name of James Bance, who's just a, another veteran in, in our industry, uh, to help me with marketing and taking all the leads that come in. And so it, it hasn't, it, that, that was not a problem that we had to wrestle with um,
0: early on in the company. Well, so sorry, especially considering your background enterprise sales, my question is even more relevant. What ratio did you set quota to full OTE for your first sales hire?
1: Yeah. So like I said, I, I, I don't have an exclusive sales hire right now, right? So he but you is plus him,
0: you parts. plus him, you plus him manage the quota, right? The growth?
1: That's correct. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he's not a founder, you are a founder. So your first guy doing sales with a quota target. I'm just curious how you think through that.
1: Yeah, um, so you know it's it's aligning to his incentives, making sure that I put a, a comp plan in front of him uh, that is uh, is very attractive. What the ratio uh, looks like, I, I I have to take a look. at it. I'm
0: not sure off the top of my head. Uh, or come I, on, you you're in enterprise sales, and you don't know the quoted <laughs> on target earnings ratio of your first guy doing sales directly. Come on.
1: Yeah, so it's us together uh, own 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 the number for the business. So we we Fair. team up. We team up in a, in a, in a blended way to uh, hit that, that growth goal.
0: Fair, fair, fair. So okay. that is,
1: Take- yeah, that's a, that's a model that, that I will figure out at some point this year is I build out a, uh, a sales engine. Uh, but at this, this point it has been a blended effort. Between
0: Take me them. back to your first two or three customers. How'd you land them?
1: Yeah, I'll tell you, it's, it's, so uh, I did an MBA at USC. The, uh, the, the, the two things they preach in MBA school is number one, fail forward and number two, if you're going to start a company, go out and, and find a customer, solve a really hard problem for them, prove it, and then start start the business. And so we started the, the, the company uh, when we landed our first contract. Uh, the brand is called uh, Johnny Was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were very transparent with the brand on where we were with our technology and uh, with the engagement and expectations. Uh, we're going to be four years later, we still work with uh, this brand, Johnny Was, and the CEO, Rob Travers. Uh, he's a, a big fan of ours. Uh, so we landed this contract. First contract I'll share was, was $185,000. I called Madonna and I said, uh, let's start this company and take your technology to market. Madonna had been you know, working on uh, the innovation here for quite a while. And so we decided to, with that contract, incorporate the business and uh, off,
0: we, off we went. That's great. Now, how many of these guys are you working with today? How many customers?
1: Yeah, today we have 45, 45 customers. It. So yeah, still, perm-
0: pretty, pretty, you can still do high touch, high ACV. That's sort of the approach.
1: Yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah the and the plan the
0: plan for this year is to grow
1: to 100, but only if we can do so in a responsible way, where you know you know CSAT is high. Everyone in this company has rallied around CSAT. We live and die on, on on happy clients, especially in this world of you know marketing analytics and
0: uh, decisioning. Yep, and 45 customers at your minimum price point of 7500 bucks a month, which puts you somewhere right at like 340,000 bucks in MRR, definitely north of that right now. Yeah,
1: definitely north of that right now. Yeah, do you think yeah, that, that would be a that that would that would be a minimum entry point for a very turnkey, scalable uh, like Shopify Shopify plus ecom business. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely north of four million run rate in terms of in terms of last year. I mean, do you th- how close are right. you? Do you think you can get above ten million revenue this year in terms of That's run rate by December?
1: Yes. <laughs> so that is that is the plan and the goal, and we've got a clear line of sight on uh, on,
0: on on passing that ten million dollar AR mark this year. That's great. Um, and with that target this year, where were you exactly one year ago in terms of revenue? It sounds like maybe in the two-ish range, two million? Yeah, already? like
1: I said, yeah, we
0: we grew 250% last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just don't know what the base would be, right? So if you're at around four or five million today, I guess you'd be somewhere two two and a half million a year ago.
1: Yeah, Cl- closer to, you know, north of five million right now, right around five million. Okay,
0: fair enough. Yeah, yeah. That's large. great. That's incredible growth during COVID. Did most of that come from landing new customers or expanding the current ones you already worked with?
1: Came from both. And in, mm-hmm. in, in, in we... You know, we, we were actually benefited from, uh, for, well, to c- certain that z- benefited from COVID. We, we, we help e brands and, and, and traditional brands uh, make, that tradi- make that transition over to being a digital first company. And so um, we work with a lot of e we work with a lot of retail, and uh, helping them migrate over to a, a digital
0: strategy was where clients really leaned into us. Love that. Trevor, thanks for taking us to the top. Where can people learn more about you?
1: Thank you Nathan. Yeah, um, measure.com www.measure.com